everybody. So it's been a while since I've done an episode on my podcast, but I have two upcoming episodes that I would like to discuss. So for today, I want to discuss things that really grind my gears or that really just bother me in terms of what I've seen ranging from just being among people and being on social media. So the first thing that I want to discuss um, is spirituality. And I guess not in the basic sense, but more so in how people project their spirituality and how they do that on social media. So I've seen on several occasions that how, sorry, people go about praising the Lord or praising whomever they praise, and they are doing so and videotaping (laughs) while they are in church. Um, This is something that is very different and I guess weird to me because I don't really understand how you are getting the word if you are recording. And it almost just seems as if you are recording just to show people that you are in church or you're going to church. I feel like we live in such a trendy society where everybody kind of makes a trend out of everything and nothing is sacred anymore. Now, I do realize that that is the reason for um, social media, just to kind of, I guess, depict or project whatever it is that you want to project about your life. But I think um, when you come across a bunch of people in life, you know them just based off of having daily conversations with them or interactions. And I'm sure that in some cases, people aren't necessarily living their lives the way that they're projecting it. And I think spirituality and um, how it's being projected on the internet is no different. So that's my number one thing that kind of grabs my gears or it's very confusing. People videotaping church. It's very unique. Um, Moving along, the second thing that I want to discuss and... It's another, I guess, attention-seeking behavior that I see often and I do not understand. It is people posting their hospital bands after they have left the hospital. (laughs) It doesn't matter if this person has left the hospital for a week or two days or three days, I don't know, six hours, or while they're actually in the hospital. Why are you posting your hospital band? Like, what is that? What, what do you get from that? What, what are you projecting? And a lot of these people that do this are very, I guess they would consider themselves to be private and not necessarily wanting to be forthcoming about the things that are happening in their lives. So what are you leaving others to assume about you? Is it safe to say that you have some sort of chronic illness or terminal illness? Or are you okay with that being projected into the world? And Secondly, do you think that people really care that you are sick and in the hospital? And what I noticed too about this whole hospital ban debacle is that most of the time when people are posting things like this, it's something that is, well, if you're in the hospital, nothing's simple about it, I guess, and be well, everyone. But if you're in the hospital with the people that are posting these bans, they're in the hospital for things like... I don't know, they're dehydrated or they've got the stomach flu, but they're saying things like pray for me or I'm still here or just something like that. 
and it's extremely weird and then they start to get a series of messages like oh my gosh are you okay and these are from people that they very seldom speak to they don't have a regular relationship with outside of social media so it's just very attention seeking and it's something as so personal as your health I just don't think that it's something that should be projected onto social media when there are so many other things that promote health good health rather um happiness um I don't know giving back to society or something like that I just wish that that was something that we can completely 86 as a culture posting your hospital bands or wearing them around like a souvenir um or you know as a depiction that you survived I mean we are clearly all survivors and going through the struggle and when we see each other it's definitely an indication that we survived because we're still here um the third thing that I want to discuss is when people tell social media that they are leaving social media (laughs) so I'm sure everybody has seen a post that says something along the lines of um hey guys, I'm taking a break from social media today, won't be back for a while. Or sometimes it's a little bit more aggressive, like I'm tired of this and tired of that. So I definitely won't be on here for a while. And it's just like, if you plan on coming back to social media, who cares if you're taking a break, even if you don't come back? I mean, that's your own thing. That's something that you feel is, is, I guess, pushing out negative energies into your life. So you do what you need to do to have, to sustain your mental health. It's not anyone's business if you feel that social media is um, not a positive thing or it's not giving you positive vibes to go about your day-to-day basis. I think we're, we're all very much so, I guess, very like into social media and we, we can't really go about our days without having to click on that Instagram icon or um, shoot someone a link if you're trying to show them a video that you thought was funny. Or, I mean, some people like to watch fights on um, Worldstar or something like that. All of this could be very detrimental to your mental health. So I could actually see someone saying, you know what, I want to take a break from social media for a while and I'm just going to do that. But I think it's very attention seeking when you feel the need to um, tell everyone that you're taking a break. Again, no one really cares. Everybody's pretty much into their own lives, their own struggles. And um, it's very, again, it's very attention-seeking. And it really does nothing for you, especially when you're going to return. I think that if someone, if you have people that are really in your life every day, they're going to be the ones to reach out to you anyway, regardless of whether you're on social media or or not. There are so many people that have thousands of friends or hundreds of friends and they talk to three people in their lives. So why do you feel the need to have to tell people that don't necessarily care about your well-being why you're leaving social media or that you're leaving social media? Um, So my next thing that kind of grinds my gears is restaurants and how just the overall customer service at restaurants. So the other day I went to get myself some chicken nuggets from Wendy's and um, the lady shouted out through the speaker, go ahead with your order. (laughs) So I'm just like, okay, Um, 
blah, blah, blah. But what happened to hi, can I take your order or hello, um, what would you like today or something like that? Um, my issue with the customer service at a lot of these restaurants is that people are so angry and so nasty. And it's just like, why do you work here? If this is not something that you want to do, go find work elsewhere that will ensure that you are giving, projecting positive vibes at all times. Because me personally, I don't necessarily want to order my food from someone and they're nasty or their attitude is horrible. And for no reason, especially if I'm saying, hi, how are you? Or thank you. And the second part of that is you get up to the first window to actually pay and they open up the window and they either have their hands out or they just tell you the price. Well, considering there are now two lanes at places like McDonald's and there's a a lot of confusion and there have been several times where I've went to a fast food restaurant and um, didn't get what I ordered. You all need to be actually reiterating what the order was and then telling me my price. Like, I don't owe you anything. I owe the business my money for whatever my order was. And to ensure that there are no mix-ups, considering you all are very busy, it would make sense for you to actually be like, hi, you had the chicken nuggets? Okay, that's $2 and something change. And then I give you my card. But to just open the window and have your hand out or just say, 213, what is that about? Why, like, why are you all so angry? I just don't understand that. Um, and so moving along. So this is another thing that really grinds my gears. Um, friends not being able to hang out with friends of your friends. Um, I have heard on several occasions or just witnessed it um, from different people, them having two sets of friends, like one best friend from this walk of life and another best friend from that walk of life or a sister friend and then another group of friends and um, having to go about dealing with them in different ways, especially for occasions. Like, it's so weird to me when I hear women say things like, oh, I don't hang around women. That's why I hang around men. I think well, me being a girl's girl, I'm for women empowerment and just, you know, uplifting and encouraging women and trying to bring us together. Because at the end of the day, I think we are all we have in, in terms of experiences and strength and encouragement. Um, we can only give that back to one another. We can't sit down and have a conversation with a man and expect him to understand wholeheartedly our struggles as being people who can bear children have uh, monthly cycles or just simply go through the day-to-day struggles of being a woman and being expected to hold down every single aspect of your life with relationships work children and things like that it's important that we are able to hang around one another and even if we don't know someone it's important that your friend be able to bring her friend from another walk of life around you and you all not become best friends as well but be able to cordially hang out or be in the same room and exchange positive energy just because of the the commonality which is your friend if your friend is a good friend then it's obvious that you all are binded from one good person so why are we having so many women out here who are jealous of other women's friendships with other women or 
women having to separate their gatherings because they can take one friend one one place and the other friend doesn't care for the other friend and there's no reason it's like if everybody (laughs) well let me just say this I have never had those experiences with my sisters or my sister friends um I call them sister friends but I've never had these experiences with them because I realize that I try to be the best friend that I can be and I treat all of my friends like they are my real sister. I could never be jealous of someone that um, they are friends with because my friends are good people and I, I try to always be there for them and give them um, positive vibes and energy and encourage them to be the best women that they can be and they do the same for me. So. I can never be upset with them building a friendship with someone else because in my mind, anyone who is their friend, I can't help but to be cordial with them because I know that the mutual person or the commonality is a great ball of energy. So ladies, let's just try to work on that. Um, It really sucks. It's not a cute depiction of us, especially as black women. Um, Let's just try to positively uplift one another and if you see some sister falling short find a way to uplift her because not everybody's going to be accepting or receptive of what you have to say to them but I don't know get to the core of the issues if you feel like there is bad energy I'm not saying waste your time on people I'm just saying that if you're if someone is in your friend's life obviously there is something that they saw in that person or they're a good friend so Let's just try to all be able to be cordial and interact with one another in one room if need be. So moving along to one of the last things that I have created for this list for today, which is mental health in the black community. And this is such a big one. I won't go on and on and on about it, but just to touch base, mental health in the black community is Oh, goodness. It is something that requires a lot of attention and it does not get a great deal of attention. Um, I know that when um, President Obama was in office, he did pass, excuse me, some laws surrounding the whole mental health um, thing with the Affordable Health Care Act to basically, you know, kind of force um, clinicians and professionals and things like that to take a real close look at mental health and if they if others are feeling like okay I have a mental health issue or I need assistance for a mental health or behavioral problem to actually give those people that attention that they need I think that this was very much so essential even though people are always trying to um, be very critical about what he did while he was in office I think the Affordable Health Care Act had great intentions and um, it definitely shed light on the mental health issues that we have in our community. One of the biggest issues that, um, well, the biggest stigma in the black community for me is that um, the black culture is such a strong culture and we come from not a lot of money or not a lot of status in the world, not a, not a solidified place in the world. <clears throat> that we have, you know, put forth our own efforts and our own, um, we've been conscious of our spirituality when it comes to things like mental health or um, developmental disabilities. Sometimes we feel that we can go to church or we can pray or we can form um, 
social groups to kind of just pray things off of one another. But the reality is mental health is very serious. And while prayer is extremely important, beneficial, and it is definitely powerful, I think that we cannot turn the blind eye on mental health issues. And I'm saying that to say something as serious as like um, schizophrenia or bipolar. And sometimes those things are happening in a dual capacity. Most of the time when people have mental health issues, they're not just acting solely. Um, that The do- dominating um, diagnosis may be getting the most attention, which could cause issues you know, based on the medication that the client or the person is being given. So you have this one medication that's treating um, schizophrenia, but the person is also dealing with depression because of schizophrenia, but that's not being treated. So this is so serious and there's so many components that and so so many people and professionals that need to be involved. Um, one person like a parent or a family that's turning the cheek and thinking, oh, we can pray about this or they'll get better or something like that. That's not enough. And the other stigma surrounding this, which is very, very um, annoying, is when something is wrong or when someone has a mental health issue, black people will say, oh, they'll immediately coin someone as, oh, that person's crazy. Oh, that's just such and such, he's crazy. And I remember growing up and um, we would hear kids outside hollering and screaming and we had become so immune to it. We would just be like, oh, that's such and such. He's just up, you know, hollering around the, the neighborhood. He does that every day. But the reality of it was, you know, was that, you know, he had a mental illness that and there was no intervention. There were no means for intervention. Um, and because the stigma is being placed on mental illness in the black community, oh, he's just crazy or ha 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 or, you know, making a joke out of it. And while that's the way that people are growing up or being taught to deal with things in the community, it's not funny, it's not cool, and it's hindering us from being able to interact and engage and do what we need to do to, to um, assimilate, assimilate to the community, go out and find jobs and things like that. It, it actually pushes us back. If someone is battling a mental illness and no one's intervening, that opens doors for a lot of risky behavior. Now, if you want to pray or you're just saying, you know, I don't have the means for this intervention, but I, I need help. Someone needs to help me. That's one thing. But to create this stigma around black community and call people crazy who are battling a mental illness, that is absurd. And we have got to get rid of that. Like that needs to be out of the window completely because the only thing it's going to do is, like I said, open the door for more risky behaviors and then push our culture further back from actually um, taking the steps forward that we need to succeed and be able to function among everybody that we encounter. So, um, yes, those are some of the things that I feel are things that are dominating our black community um, social social media, I'm sorry, and kind of going into the mental health aspect as well. Hopefully we can get past these things in the near future and we give a lot of attention towards um, people who are battling with mental illnesses. And just to recap as well, as far as people do, doing attention-seeking things on social media, 
me personally, I have seen people doing things like this on social media or acting out in ways that I have never seen them do so before. I will send um, text messages or if I don't have that person's phone number, I will send direct messages like, hey, just so you know, um, it seems like something's going on. I don't really know for sure because I'm not necessarily in your life like that. But if you ever need someone to talk to, then don't hesitate to reach out. Here's my phone number or you can reach me here. I think things like that, they go a long way. And that just goes to show that, you know, I'm not being judgmental. I am human. But I just think that we need to come together so that we can inform each other of these shortcomings and we can help one another in times of need and distress because this is a time of distress for everyone. Um, that I, At this point, I've been coming across a lot of people who are depressed or, you know, dealing with mental illness for years and have never gotten intervention. And nobody is going to take the time to really try to intervene or understand what you're going through because that's just not how they were raised. Um, that's just not the way society sets things up. Sometimes things are systematically just a, a failure, a systematic failure. So it is up to us to make sure that we come together to try to be the best people that we can be. So yes, that is my episode for today. And I hope to hear comments and talk to you guys soon. Thank you.